Hello and welcome everyone to today's special Student Couch episode. My name is Younes and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Media Magazine. And this week I'm very happy to be hosting some of the candidates for the upcoming elections in the Faculty of Humanities and the Central Student Council. For today's episode, I'm very happy to be welcoming Aurora on this 10th episode of the Student Couch. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, perfect. Good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and of course, for the first time listeners on this show, this show is designed and dedicated to understanding the student's story, perspective, voice and concerns. For today's episode, it is powered by High Radio, the voice of the next generation. And thanks to them, we are able to, of course, welcome our guests this week in a great and professional uh, recording studio. And the High Radio team is dedicated to bringing the best audio and radio experience for the African youth. To learn more, check out their websites on highradionl.com. Now, if you haven't yet, get your coffee, get your tea, and join us for the next half an hour with Aurora. How are you doing today? Very, very good. Excited for this uh, interview. It's so nice to be here. And uh, yeah, excited for the elections. We are pretty much very excited for this uh, elections that we're going through because this year there are a lot of candidates so let's just say the competition is a little bit tough yeah. and uh, yeah we are all doing the best we can to support the student because after all that's the point of all of this yeah definitely definitely i think that's that's definitely well said i mean thank you so much for coming here today i know it's kind of difficult with uh, scheduling everything with classes and everything you might have to do and especially with these i mean elections coming up um it's not it's not really easy to be scheduling different things so so really before before we really get started about what your plans are as a candidate and things like that why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself maybe where you come from um things like that uh, I'm from Albania, a small country in the Balkans, but very nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been living in the Netherlands now for like one year uh, and a half. Uh, last year I did actually a foundation program, uh, which is uh, part of Cambridge Group on campus. But the location of it was in the University of Amsterdam. So I got to meet also some older like students uh, than me, mm -hmm. which was nice to get to know a little bit of the environment going on. Uh, and uh, I love music, actually I sing, they're uh, traveling, which is a very good hobby of mine. Mm -hmm. um, and about the elections, it's uh, something, let's just say, not new in a way to me, because uh, during high school I participated in uh, this type of elections that we had for the Senate of the high school. Mm -hmm. Also, last year for the foundation program, I was a student representative. We were like 12 students chosen okay. uh, from different countries because last year uh, we were kind of 300 students, part of this program. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were from 110 countries for sure, participating in a very diverse let's say, community, mm -hmm. which I got to uh, the idea of, of continuing this spirit of mind about uh, representing students. Wow, that's great. So your, your, your passion for sort of running for elections started way long ago. Yeah, let's just say, uh, yeah, and the desire to help actually more. Yeah. Like I'm a kind of person who always wants to come to help to people, try to solve problems in a way. Maybe mm -hmm. not all of the decisions are the best ones, but uh, yeah, in the decision uh, solving process, I might say I'm very good at it. 
Okay, that's great. That's great. And I mean, uh, of course, I I sort of share a similar feeling. I I I like to try to um, to help people as much as I can. And I mean, obviously, we do our best, or you do your best, and then, well, if stuff goes bad, well, then stuff goes bad. <laughs> yeah, you you the best you can do is just like really learn from your mistakes. But um, um, so yeah, so you're a candidate for which party exactly? For Uva Social. Uva Social. Okay, that's great. And then how how did you choose that party? Is it just like a random pick that you had? No, of yeah. course not. Uh, <laughs> actually, there are a uh, few parties going uh, running for the Faculty of Economics and Business Economics because mm -hmm. I study for econometrics, first year student. Okay. And also for the central uh, student one. Mm -hmm. um, the idea of choosing Uva Social was because I saw their program, their four pillars that they have in their program as a party. Mm -hmm. Those four pillars which they have, like the quality of education, sustainability, accessibility, and diversity, mm -hmm. uh, were the ones that attracted me, especially the diversity one, mm -hmm. which um, made me choose the party over the others, of course. Yeah. Uh, they are very, very innovative people there with the ideas, very compact, yeah. with the desire to help. A lot of the students, yeah. they are very in with the issues going on around the Yuga, which is a very good thing. Mm -hmm. So they are aware of everything what's going on inside the university. Uh, they tend to do also with the communities that they have inside the party, with Action One, PR, which mm -hmm. they do a lot of work, a lot there. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm like very, very happy to, to be chosen by them. Because, of course, you've got to go through some processes, some uh, yeah. interviews and stuff. Actually, in the beginning, I was part of the action committee of Uva Sushal. Okay. So that's how I got into the party. Yeah. With, in the beginning, with no the intention to go for the elections. Yeah. And after all, uh, after some thinking, and because in the, actually, from econometric students, not a lot of representatives we, ha we have in the consoles. Mm-hmm. Which made me think, why should I not do this for my fellow students, for my program? Yeah. And uh, I thought to come to their help. Because we have had some issues going on through the year, mm -hmm. especially with the corona going on. Yeah. Yeah, everything, it's not, it's not very, let's just say, efficient and very well going on. But uh, yeah. so that was like the, the one that made me choose to go for it. Okay, okay, that's great. And so, and so when you, when you are, so you spoke about basically Uva Social, yeah. and one of the reasons why you 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 mostly wanted to be part of it is because of their main pillars, yeah. right? And so one of these pillars that you described is diversity. Yeah. So when we're talking about diversity, what do you mean exactly? How is that a main important pillar for you and for your party? Because yeah. do you see really a big big need for improving the diversity aspect, um, or what do you see sort of happening around diversity? Well, diversity, uh, it's like a very broad word, so, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it sounds like diversity is only about, like, being from different countries, but, of course, it's not. So, it includes uh, your, the personalities of, this, of the students, or the different personality of the students, the different opinions, the, the different uh, countries that come from, the traditions, the mm -hmm. aspects. Uh, so, there are, uh, it's like a very broad word, and for me, it's like the most important part of this word, it's the opinions of the students, of different ones. Mm -hmm. So diverse opinions, for diverse topics, being free to say what they think, mm -hmm. uh, being free to choose who they want to be. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think around the Yuga, this thing can be approved. 
I'm not saying it's it's not there. It is, but definitely it can be something's done to that because uh, there are some let's just say mediocre or let's say stereotypes things still going on. Yeah, w- w- like what? Like uh, for example, coming from uh, I don't know a country from the Eastern Europe, probably you don't have the knowledge that you sh- are supposed to know for the Western one or some barriers of the cultures, uh, which I think uh, can be improved, because Uvites tend to be known around the Netherlands for its international environment. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, it is, I'm not saying it's not, but there can be more. When you are inside of it, you understand that maybe it's not as much as you would see it from the outside. Yeah, so so are you talking more about sort of diversity, as in having as many people join the table? Or are you talking about inclusivity of having um, the same right to dance? Well, both of them actually. Okay. Kind of both of them. Mm-hmm. Because as many people joining from different, let's just say, opinions from different cultures and different, uh, I don't know, backgrounds, mm-hmm. uh, they tend to represent all the notions, I don't know, of the human thinking and mm-hmm. tend to create a better one, a better uh, idea at the end. But also uh, the other uh, thing of the where all the students, uh, let's just say, are uh, free to be who they want to be, at, at, let's just say, in a way, mm-hmm. because uh, not to choose one way as it should be, so there is not one way correct. You can be who you think your right way to, to be, to choose from. Yeah, I, that's definitely fair. Sorry, it, just if I can remind you to just uh, get your mic a little bit closer. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think a little better, a little better. Uh, great. So, okay, so now we spoke sort of about your your journey as in getting involved with Uva Social. Um, now, why specifically Uva Social? Did Were the other parties sort of not aligned directly with what you were thinking? Or was it more like in terms of opportunities that you were seeking and then it was just more aligned? Well, as I said, um, the other parties have different pillars in their uh, their the party uh, like in the formation of them mm-hmm. so uh, I mean probably from four of them maybe I found myself in two of them or three of them but at the Uva Social I mean four of them were the one that attracted me because mm-hmm. it's important to see yourself in the party because mm-hmm. uh, I mean it's not only about to go for the elections so but I, we like me and also the other candidates of Uva Social represent uh, the party and uh, what they stand for yeah uh, so yeah uh, choosing Uva Social in particular was uh, the four pillars that they have and also uh, because when I got to know also from the inside so as first I became part of the action committee mm-hmm. as I got to know the people around uh, how much the work they put into uh, everything, like the issues. They uh, tend to work together all the time with weekly meetings uh, and mm-hmm. put the try to give a solution, and that's the most important one for me, yeah. to the issues that are you know, that goes on. Uh, after that, I said that, yeah, with this party, I want to continue the also the elections. Definitely. Uh, are they, just out of curiosity, are they the oldest party at, uh, at UVA? Or one of the old, oldest, at least in... They are, they're from 
if I'm not wrong, from 2015. Wow, okay, okay. So I'm not sure if they're the oldest, but uh, yeah. from 2015, I would say one of the oldest. Okay, okay, that's great. Um, and so, so really, at least from my understanding of student elections, what I find is that... Um, it's that it's sort of important for a candidate to be able to um, to be able to to recognize really the need for students, yeah. right? And so, what is it that you recognize as the need for students, not only within your faculty but also outside? Do you see anything in particular that you think is definitely worth working on? Yeah, for uh, for me personally, one of the main important issue I, uh, was the financial part which uh, UVA tends to give like scholarship, uh, scholarships mm -hmm. uh, only at the beginning of the, of the year, so before uh, starting the first year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I hope this is one of my, um, let's just say, my ideas for putting into the council if I'm going to get uh, elected. So talking yeah. about money. Yeah. Uh, uh, money, but not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, financial part. Yeah. To create like a program to give scholarships per year. For example, uh, to give a per year scholarship, if you cannot get it the first year, maybe just you can get it the second one for one year or the two years. Of course, under some restrictions like GPA, maybe some courses that uh, needs to be done in order to get the scholarships. But it's a very good opportunity for students who maybe during the way of the first year tend to understand that they cannot afford the second year or the third one. This mm -hmm. is first one. Uh, and also... There is a big difference regarding the tuition fees for the European countries and the non-European countries. Oh, yeah. It's very, very <laughs> big gap. A huge, of yeah. Of course, there are some uh, reasons for that, like the taxes stuff that you pay as a foreigner for being in the Netherlands. But uh, I think there can be some um, improvements in the part in that aspect. Uh, the second one is like the mental uh, well-being of students. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a lot of issues have been going on, actually, with mental health, especially yeah. these few years with Corona crisis happening. Uh, we also this year heard about maybe there are many, many cases which maybe I'm not aware, but I particularly know about uh, uh, the case of a student uh, killing himself mm -hmm. in one of the dorms, which uh, pretty, actually, even without knowing the person, yeah. may he rest in peace, devastated me. Because yeah. I feel like uh, I got, in a way, mad of Uva letting this happen. Of course, students tend to get stressed not only for the exams or the courses, because there are other stuff surround, uh, that surrounds you that make you feel stressed or mm -hmm. unheard. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely, Uva can do something about this. The psychologist, uh, let's say, schedules or the um, are not well suited or let's just say are not enough so there are very limited spots mm -hmm. to get like a, a, psych a meeting with the psychologist yeah i hope uh, this is one of also my second big idea i would say yeah so create a program mental health program which um includes the students of the psychology uh, uh, of the psychology courses or social behavioral one mm -hmm. where students can first maybe approach them express their uh, concerns, their issues, what's going on with them. Uh, because, you know, um, the students tend to express themselves more easy, more, uh, in, mm -hmm. maybe better, mm -hmm. into when they know that there is a student in front of you. So this is 
it has two positive sides, mm -hmm. helping the students that are going through something and also helping the students of this program because it's maybe like a, train, a train, train, training for them mm -hmm. also because they tend to uh, put into action what they're learning into their uh, bachelor program but also coming into the needs of their uh, friends. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, if they see that the problem is maybe bigger than they can handle or maybe that they are, they know or they have knowledge of, mm -hmm. of course, this is when the psychologist can come to more help. Because uh, different countries have some stereotypes about psychologists. Maybe um, this is kind of strange to hear the people, but me, um, from the countries that uh, maybe I'm surrounded, yeah. sometimes when you say that I'm going to go to a psychologist, they say that, oh, he or she's crazy. That's yeah. what she's going to uh, it's, like, it's like there's a stigma around yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, maybe in the Netherlands, this is not something that, of course, they think of. Of course, you go to psychologists for any type of issues that you might be going through. But in other countries, which I think the Netherlands think it's weird or uh, like super strange, it is actually stereotype. And uh, being brought up in the places because we come here when we start the university, mm -hmm. but we have been living in our countries for 18 years, 19 something. So, you know, it's kind of difficult to change those things pretty fast with the culture. So you need sometimes to adjust yourself with the culture of the Dutch people. Yeah. So it's very helpful for them to know that they are going to some friends to talk about it. And then maybe also the students can convince them that this is the best solution to go to psychologists. Mm -hmm. And to add this, uh, as I said, the spots for the psychologists more. And okay. uh, as I said, this program of the students should also be aligned with the central uh, student council mm -hmm. and with the faculty ones. And I think it is very necessary for them to meet like weekly and give uh, like reports how the situation is going on with the students. Is this, uh, let's just say, a mental health being problem uh, because of UVA, like maybe the exams or the courses or lecturers uh, or I don't know, the tutorials organization on some, or maybe some uh, sex assaults that is going on around. Mm -hmm. Or uh, is it something that only the student has because of maybe family problems or... Yeah. Yeah, there are different reasons, but it's good to know if the main problem comes from the UBA. Mm -hmm. So, of course, this uh, everything should be like uh, informa confidential information, yeah. anonymous, where students maybe can write their problem first. And if they feel like they're pretty confident to mm -hmm. talk face-to-face -face with no name and surname to the, to the students, uh, then it would be even better because you see that those are... Um, like deleting their barriers or like crushing their walls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. So, so, so at least in your in terms of your um, sort of what you're running for and what you're promising so far, you've mentioned um, mentioned talking a little bit about tuition prices and the financial matters of yeah. uh, studying at the UVA. Mm -hmm. um, and at least for me, on a personal note, um, being a non-European student. Um, it's like the prices are very confusing. It's like yeah. uh, first I was paying around um, something around like at nine thousand, nine thousand yeah, yeah. eight hundred, something. Yeah, and then suddenly I hear I, I hear in the news that there's fifty percent off, yeah, and I was like, 
I didn't know that. So I go, I go, I go ahead and I, I announce that to my parents. My parents are very happy. Yeah, I did the same, actually. Yeah. And then four months later, I'm like, hey, um, so I won't be able to do that. Actually, it's not 50%. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. what happened to me, too. I heard around uh, the group chat of mm-hmm. my uh, econometrics group. Uh, they were writing that 50% off, yay, discount, something, retest at this and that. I was like, yeah, go retest, I'm yeah. yay, <laughs> viva la vida now. But then, after uh, one month later, when I discussed it with my friend who's also from Albania, she said, no, that's not for us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, and, and and that's the thing that was just like confusing. So I mean, I, I'm not too sure if it's it's if it's maybe our incomprehension of the messages that were being sent, but at least the big majority of people probably understood it the same way we did. Yeah. Um, and so that could be a problem in terms of communication. For all, even for uh, the other, uh, for all the students actually, not only for us. Exactly. <laughs> heard it from a lot of people who have thought the same. Mm-hmm. And also there is a confusion still going on on the website. So the information is still not well done, uh, like managed in the website. Yeah. Still there is a confusion for, I mean, this is for the European countries mm-hmm. uh, about the discounts that they are having. Because first they paid uh, the full one and then the, the second semester they were 50 and then mm-hmm. the next one is going to be again, I think, half. So they're also for the European country, uh, they are not still sure what's going on. So they hear the okay. stuff from the... Uh, Prime Minister, but Uva is still not well informing them. Yeah. So also for them, it's still a confusion. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, this is also a problem yeah. that needs to be kind of fixed, mm-hmm. kind of, but definitely. No, I, I, I definitely agree. And I mean, especially in terms of getting back to what you said as well, um, when you spoke about scholarships, yeah. um, it seems like I think I've seen before on the website and I mean, of course, uh, Google could check me on this, yeah. but I've seen that they do offer scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, they do offer different types of scholarships, yeah. although the detail is yeah. just like, very, I have no idea. Vague. Even if you go to study in Holland uh, website and you yeah. and you write the countries where you're from, for example, and see what and see what options are there for you, mm-hmm. it's like very vague. And when you it stays there, University of Amsterdam. When you click on it, you don't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Suddenly it disappeared. Uh, I know a friend of mine who talked with the um, with the not study advisor. Uh, forgot the name. Sadly. The, the education desk. No, um, they only handle the issues with the financial part for the students. Oh, I try to stay away from those people. <laughs> <laughs> so she talked with them and said that for the second year of the uh, my program, I need, is there any type of scholarship that I can go or, I don't know, apply and stuff, or even for the government, maybe something that they can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Not yeah. surprisingly said, oh, there's oh. not anything about the non-European countries, sadly, but only for uh, the European ones, something that they get is a loan or something, oh. which is not. But yeah, from yeah. the country at least, no, there isn't definitely no answer. So the only way is mm-hmm. to get it from our own country. Yeah, but get a scholarship is, from the, yeah. yeah but it, which definitely it's kind of difficult if you already started the... The, the studies, yeah. Now you're in second year, and they would say that, yeah, we maybe could have given to you for the first year and then kept it for the whole years of your university, but starting it from the second one, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard. 
Yeah, definitely. And I mean, at, at least when it comes to these financial matters, it's like, it's very difficult, I can imagine, at least for the university to uh, not only make it affordable to people who live in this country, who are residents and home, this is their home, uh, compared to sort of visitors like us. Um, and I'm sure just managing all of that is kind of very difficult for them. Um, So yeah, I, I really definitely wish you the best of luck with that plan. But Thank sort of moving on to your second plan regarding uh, mental health at UVA. Yeah. So I, I've spoken to a few people about the current situation. Um, some problems that they have brought up are things like um, it takes too much time to actually be able to get an appointment, yeah, an appointment. with a student psychologist. Yeah. Um, like I have a friend who tried to um, who tried to get an appointment that took her three weeks yeah. uh, just to be able That's to be I mean. scheduled. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean, if you're Are going through some type of mental distress yeah. waiting for three weeks exactly waiting for three weeks i mean i'm not too sure if everyone can do that and then also um what i also feel like after speaking to a few people is that um when it comes to mental health i think at universities i think the the, the general approach people have uh, towards trying to solve these issues about mental health is more towards trying to provide these resources right but then i feel like also the university at the same time does not really get into the core problem being yeah. um as uh, as as you briefly mentioned as well uh, the core problem being basically like uh, not having uh, the right resources for students or having giving them an assignment that is big um and that is big a uh, big part of their their grade with very little descriptions of what yeah. actually needs to be done exactly yeah and it's like you get a prompt and the prompt is like write a 3,000 page essay or whatever it is and I mean of course these things are university and it is uh, supposed to be challenging us but it's just about the little things that are sort of anxiety inducing that I feel like are important yeah and it's it's like this Exactly. And it's like 1% here, 1% there, 1% there. Eventually it gives you 3% yeah. um, or whatever, um, like a big portion that is affected in people. Um, and so do you think your solution um, or what you're offering sort of for, for students, for psychology students to be serving as these psychologists, do you not think that maybe they don't have the right experience for that? Or do you see that more... Uh, sort of differently and you don't think experience is that important? Well, as I said, um, of course it would be very nice for the third year one students to participate more into this kind of program mm -hmm. because definitely first year and second year maybe it would be also hard for them to, to manage probably. Mm -hmm. But the third year students, I think they will be quite capable of doing this. As I said, sometimes students need just to talk for different issues, as I said, for the sex assault matters, which maybe mm -hmm. are very hard to go to the psychologist directly, yeah. and it's not, it's like, it's not strange of to think that. Uh, also, for example, maybe the stress they are going through the exam, sometimes they just need a confrontation, exactly. just to uh, talk it out. Especially with the corona thing, it's hard even to, because not all the students live with roommates and stuff, some of them live alone, Yeah. which is very, very hard to you know, surrounded by four walls, talking with a wall at a point. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, I think the students will come to help first as to express themselves and maybe mm -hmm. to maybe even orientate the students on maybe how the psychologists can help them. Mm -hmm. And then, as I said, when they see that they cannot, they are, it's not in, anymore in their hands or they are not very capable to handle the situation, 
the uh, psychologist definitely is the the one that should come to help. Yeah. And directly at the time when needed, not after four months or five months. Yeah. That's the problem around the UVA. Like even for not even the psychologist actually, but definitely the psychologist thing is mostly the one that's more important for us yeah but even if uh you would like uh you would let uh, leave <laughs> sorry uh appointment with a study advisor or for example with a career coach or something or even with uh i don't know because i've actually i've been uh doing these appointments with them yeah. i've waited two or three weeks yeah so it's something uh usual i think at uva to wait three weeks and they make it sounds like it's normal. Yeah. That's a problem, but it's yeah. not. And uh, if they will hear us, they will understand that it's definitely not normal to wait two or three weeks for a solution to to be solved. Yeah. Sometimes even uh, when you contact the central student desk or something, it takes a lot of time to respond. Mm -hmm. The problem with the exam don't even get me started. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. The exam support and stuff. Yeah. Which. Uh, I think maybe it's not the first one. One of the most stressful thing around the UVA was the proctoria thing going on. Oh yeah, definitely. The now it's going to court, so I don't think it's something to be brought up anymore by the candidate. Is it going to court just in the Netherlands, or for the UVA? It is. It's in court uh, now. Okay. Writing. So okay. So maybe it's not anymore in our hands to say that. I will maybe to say as a promise that. Proctory will be gone. Yeah. You cannot do anything about it. It's the court who decides that. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you will enter the exam, the proctorium might fail, you log out, you need a password, it's not working, I don't know, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And the sad thing is, for example, I know for the business administrations that some students have not been able to do the exam yeah. because of proctorial problem. Even I in econometrics, we didn't do one uh, the exam only because of proctorial. And there is a problem scheduling stuff later on. Because, you know, you, you have the idea that, oh, I'm going to finish the exam today, it's over, yay, yeah. and I'm going to start the new subjects. And then you cannot do the exam because of some strange things going on with the proctorio, and then you have to learn again, because definitely, you know, if two or three weeks, if the exam is, uh, like, scheduled after two or three weeks, yeah. the actual one, of course you have, uh, like, forgot something, so you need to, again, to revise and read, which is it's wasting time, mm -hmm. a lot of time. And uh, for BA, this has happened a lot, actually. Uh, even in econometrics happened, and I'm sure even in economics and business economics, mm -hmm. uh, should have happened this problem. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, at least for communication science, uh, science and communication science students, um, we didn't really use Proctorio that much, at least uh, from my experience. Um, but what we did have was like a bunch of problems with Zoom, um, I've I've personally had like internet connection problems, yeah, that's and pro yeah, yeah, and like my computer completely froze oh. during an exam, and I wasn't given extra time, um, and then had to take a reset and then failed that exam, and so f for me at least from my understanding of the situation, what I come to is that it's not necessarily about the tools that are being used, even though Proctorio does have its questionable yeah. um, sort of yeah. like ethical code or use yeah. or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, even when it comes to like Zoom and things like that, it's like, first of all, are the exams without them being online are very um, anxiety inducing and very stressful. Then second of all, you then take those and put them online. Um, and then the, the, the sort of margin of error or the possibility of things that could go wrong is so huge. 
Yeah. That that's sometimes yeah. students are even wor more worried about those things Me? than yeah. worried about their actual assignment yeah. or whatever it is. Exam, yeah. I worry more about the proctorio and, the, yeah. and if the internet will go well all through the exam. Yeah. Because if you if the internet connection like disconnect for like two or three seconds, then it's called like mm -hmm. uh, cheating and stuff. So yeah. gone. Exactly. Which is very very very. Uh, yeah. Or you. Students, uh, yeah. Stress, and uh, yeah, the thing is that also when they reschedule the stuff, they don't even ask the students. Mm -hmm. So it would be very, very good to do like, they do surveys for all kind of stupid sometimes stuff. Yeah. But you don't even care. They don't do a survey for the students to choose the date they think of to do the exam after exactly. scheduling. Yeah. They just say, hey, it's going to be here. Okay, I understand for the other courses, for example, that are predetermined, but mm -hmm. if an exam goes wrong and it's rescheduled, you cannot choose it in a day six till eight or something. Yeah, choose it. you could have an assignment on the side, yeah. you could have a job, an That's internship, or yeah, yeah. So uh, they don't even uh, ask, like, okay, we're sorry about the, I don't know that went wrong the exam, but we will see the majority of people when are available to do it again. Mm -hmm. Of course, if the majority chooses a day, then maybe it's not still inconvenient for you. Uh, for you, okay, we're sorry, but I mean, still, you had, you had the right to speak. Okay? Yeah. So you had the right to to say something about it. So uh, yeah, that's one thing that I think it's very uh, like an organized way of yeah. Uva, managing this type of exams uh, mm -hmm. situation. Uh, they also did a new policy about not going back and forth with the multiple choices questions because of the cheatings. So yeah. it was kind of also stressful, especially yeah. for... Personally, I tend to go back and forth to the question 100 times yeah. to yeah. check them, see them. Maybe I'm not sure about one question, so I just leave it blank and then go to it afterwards. But with the new way they did, you cannot... Of course, you cannot go back because you yeah. do like a couple. They are divided into groups, like four maybe questions per group mm -hmm. with sections, and you cannot go back and forth with the sections. Oh, for our exams, it's like you can't even go back for one question. It's not even a section. Yeah, not, yeah. That's even worse because how would you know to manage the time? Yeah. You don't know how things are divided. For example, you might have a topic that you are very scared of, that you feel not confident enough which you need more time to think, yeah. it's in the first part. And then if you stay too much in the first part, you lose the chances of the other questions. Exactly. I feel, I feel like it's much more of a hindrance than it is anything like that for, for students, really. Like it's, it's just, um, it's not helpful. Yeah. It's not helping me take the exam. It's not helping me pass it. It's not helping me throughout that experience. It's only really just impeding the, 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 the difficulty into getting it um, or making it in that in that uh, um, in that exam and then especially as well I don't know if you've heard about the correction of chance oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I, what, what do you think about about uh, the correction well, of chance yeah I've heard it from my friends who because in the econometrics we do not have that okay okay it sounds very weird and strange oh yeah oh yeah because uh, it doesn't make sense actually like I think there is like 10 questions for example and if you do 
two or three, I don't know, are automatically wrong or something. Yeah, so so the correction of chance is pretty much, so it's, it's this formula where you plug in the amount of questions yeah. there is in an exam, and then the amount of, uh, and then what, basically what that formula does is that based on the amount of questions you have correct, it's able to tell to the, per reps, the, the, the percent of likelihood that you might have yeah, guessed. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like, one, yeah. yeah, it's like, first of all, I review for my tests. I don't just yeah. take a test. So why would I even need? Guess. Yeah, why would I guess? If I guess, it means I don't know something and I don't need to be because like. It's your right to guess, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to hear anyone in this world saying I know everything. Exactly. And well, if you do, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. A, learning is a process that, uh, like, borns with you and dies with you yeah all the way you don't know you don't only learn you know the courses and stuff you only learn for life so mm -hmm. basically guessing it's something it's part of this learning exactly which yeah it's very i heard this and i was like does this make sense to hear like yeah. me as a student uh, as a student i would say this is uh the strangest implication to do for the exam. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes it's fine if you have like big, like a test with a lot of questions or something like that. But oftentimes the tests are like 30 questions, 30 multiple choice questions, and the rest is like open-ended. And then when you end up with like 30 open-ended questions, it's like your maximum grade, if you get everything correct, is a 27. Yeah, so you can't, you can't get a 9. Or you can probably just get yeah, a straight I nine. Think what they say is like the uh, eight point five and nine are excellent. Like eight, it's for very excellent students. Yeah. Nine, it's like for the teachers and stuff, and ten is for the god. Yeah, that so, that's exactly what I heard as yeah. well. And it's for me, at least, coming from an American school background, uh -huh. uh, the American system is completely inversed. So uh -huh. it's not it's not in that way. Like an A. Any student can manage to get an A. Mm -hmm. You just need to be doing good, right? And so going from a Being time... regular students, reading... Like exactly. Reading, like, if you're a good student, you'll get an A, you'll get a 90, yeah, whatever. 10 here seems like a dream. I've, I've never seen a 10 on a paper. It's exactly. simple as that. And if, and if I do, it's like, wow, this person is, like, low-key a genius. <laughs> Must yeah. be nice, Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, at least, I would say, 10 is something that, even if you do actually the question right you still will lose a point for yeah. the motivation thing. Yeah. Which I mean, what should or, I more motivate? Or like referencing yeah, or like something. creativity or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, losing yeah, definitely. Now, now just to sort of like wrap up today's episode a little, um, is there any points we haven't mentioned that are on your policy points and that you would like to talk about? Well, these are two of the... The main ones yeah. that uh, I intend to implement. Yeah. Uh, the third one is uh, the part of the exams, as I said, that mm -hmm. the students, when they're in scheduling, to make the students' uh, uh, opinion heard or maybe choose to have like uh, their right to maybe add their availability. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, also the efficiency in education, which I mean is something that sometimes you go through a lot of... You go through a course, you tend to get a lot of things... So, a lot mm -hmm. of things in your hands, and when you go to the exam, like, they don't really match. Yeah. Which yeah. means, this is what I mean with the efficiency in education. Efficiency, because, as I said, you are learning, since when you are born till the end, you are yeah. always learning. And university is just a part of it. Yeah. A little part of it. I mean, it's not a very long period. It's not short either. But still, 
it doesn't uh, say who you are or doesn't define you on what you're going to do with life. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have done a cor uh, like done a bachelor program for something, ended up doing something else. Yeah, but yeah. At least the time that you are spending on it, you should uh, get something out of it which must be efficient and not something useless at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think exams are a very good, uh, let's just say, way to test yourself for the course, but sometimes they do not match with what is expected for you. So, for example, uh, it's not really known for the students and they tend to get confused uh, with the course and they're not clear. So what they want from me yeah. with this thing? Yeah. And this is, uh, I think this can be improved. Uh, actually, by the help, of course, with the uh, in coordination with the tutorials and lectures, to maybe give more hints or more direction or more, uh, let's just say, background to the course inside to say what is needed and maybe something that it's not necessary until that point yeah. that can be done later on. Yeah. Like, this can be approved. Because it also have helped the students to maybe have also some. It's maybe it's weird, but you can also have fun doing the course because you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. You, and uh, it's not like uh, weird to say because you, for example, I do programming. Sometimes I find find it stressful. Sometimes I find it fun. Yeah. So uh, why not to have it always? Be fun. As it, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Uh, I think that uh, students are now being like robots in a way, just learning, like Uva now it's only an educational institution in its true meaning. You just learn, you just do exams, you just stress. Yeah. Students uh, are not having fun. Yeah. In a way that they're not enjoying the time actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, time is moving. Two years now are passing without even knowing yeah. and understanding it. But yeah, at the end of this Pro, uh, at the end of this bachelor program, what will you remember of it? What will you like? The point is to finish this experience and maybe cry a little bit because of the happiness that you. That yeah, you but not out of the pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, not out yeah. of the pain one. Yeah. Like tears of joy. And uh, university is like a very key moment for us mm -hmm. in our lives. And it is the most important thing that maybe uh, to help us open as many doors as possible mm -hmm. with that key. And that's what I intend to do with students, to help them open as many opportunities, either with their careers or either in their knowledge of the education, which I hope to do that. Yeah, I'm a person who always does the best to help people. Mm -hmm. I tend to always, as I said, to solve things in, in the true being realistic during the, this decision-solving problem because mm -hmm. you don't need to give hopes to people for something that, after all, maybe it's not going to happen. But, uh, of course, being realistic all the way is mm -hmm. the best thing that, uh, of course, uh, as, let's just say, can help to develop as a personality. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely agree with all of that. And I mean, just to sort of relate back to what you were saying earlier, um, in terms of the examination specifically, it's like you can't really judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. I mean, that's a, that's a famous saying, of course, but I really feel like that's what our current exams are. It's like first they give you some material and then what you're given is basically... Um, 
yeah, you're just given like this, this, this exam that seems related to what you were studying. You can recognize certain words, but a lot of the sort of phrasing and everything that they have on there, yeah. it's not that clear. And then I also felt like at least on some exams that I've taken, I felt like the questions and the answer options were actually like translated from Dutch while taking an English exam. So I'm not too sure maybe if the person actually used like Google Translate making the exam or um, oh, okay. something else, or if like just the way that the professor is thinking is probably yeah. in Dutch and then translating in that way. So I just think that that small maybe language barrier as well, a little yeah, bit could have an impact on it just slightly improving the exams. Um, yeah, yeah, because for example, some faculties at the UBA are like, mostly Dutch, Dutch, Dutch focus, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, maybe I'm wrong, but I think the economics one is the, the one who tends to have the most, the highest percentage probably of the international students, even communications. The economics program? No, uh, like economics and business faculty. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Has a lot of international students. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, I think communications and the media has yeah. a lot of. And some others don't, which leaves, Maybe some international or diversity, as I said in the beginning, some parts uh, not um, probably correlated too much. Yeah. So uh, definitely I've also had like an exam where the phrasing of the question and stuff, it's not understandable. Exactly. And this is something that even not me, but all we have been pointing, pointing it out. And, uh, yeah, it's sad because, uh, well, we don't know the language, we would love to learn it, but for now that we are, the program is in English, so tend to make it as, mo as much understandable as you can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I mean, uh, uh, just to sort of, again, once again, like wrap up this conversation. So you are running for UVA Social um, from from that party and you are running yeah. for the CSR. And also Faculty uh, Council. Okay, and the Faculty... And for Economics and Business Economics. Wonderful, wonderful. And so can people probably learn more about what you're running for on the UVA Social Instagram page, right? Yeah, of course, even online. So they can uh, contact me to be free to ask about my point of view, my candidacy, maybe even for the voting, because sometimes it's not very clear for the students that yeah. voting is going on, which uh, I think it should be. And this is a very good opportunity for us as candidates that we're doing this uh, podcasting to give us the opportunity to express ourselves. Because as I said in the beginning, yeah. we're doing this for... Uh, ourselves in a way ourselves I say students because uh, mm -hmm. when I say students I mean friends technically because uh, we are here to help each other because we want to improve stuff that can be improved and to make uh, life easier mm -hmm. and the better yeah so yeah, thank you. Definitely, and I mean, um, I mean, yeah. Thank you so much for coming here today. Thank you, um, thank you for telling us all about um, basically what you're running for, uh, your values, the party that you're running for as well, and really showing people why it's important to vote. Um, now, before we say goodbye to everyone listening, I'd just like to, uh, of course, thank Aurora for being with us and telling us about um, everything she's been doing. I would also, of course, like to thank the Medium team for helping us promote this episode and really everyone else 
involved in um, making this happen. Um, just to remind you that this episode is powered by High Radio, the voice of the next generation. Thanks to them, we are able to welcome our guests this week in a great and professional studio. Um, the High Radio team is dedicated to bringing the best audio and radio experience for the African youth. To learn more, check out their website on highradionl.com. Now, of course, you can join us for another episode with another student, um, um, with another student couch, with another student guest. Once again, um, be sure to send us your suggestions for future topics and guests that you would like to see on the next student couch. This show is brought to you by Media Magazine, the fully led, the fully student-led magazine of communication science. To learn more, check out our latest articles. You can visit our website on www.mediamagazine.nl to join our team. Be sure to check out our open positions on our latest posts or on our website, of course. My name is Yunus. This was The Student Couch, and I'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you.